Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Now Zion to the rack. Lay it in good over Niang and Gobert. Yeah, got in front of Gobert and able to beat him to the glass on the layup. Zion yes, taking sir. it right at Derek Favors. Lay in good with a left hand. The misses for Utah turning into points for the Pelicans. Shot fake back to Conley in the corner. Another double pump. That's Throws good. up an air ball. That's excellent. Rebound Zion. That is excellent. To Zoe, up the floor, Josh That Hart. is excellent. The two-hand flush. What's that? <laughs> and the Jazz beat, or the Jazz get beat by the Pelicans, 129-124. Who's the Pelicans analyst, Jock? Do you know? I do not know. That is excellent. He was excellent, though. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he gets paid a lot of money. Jazz getting beat in transition. Jazz get beat badly in the third quarter. A 40-point third quarter. And when Quinn Snyder said that, you could just kind of hear him grinding his teeth. That drove him nuts. And they could have gotten away with it if they played better defense either before or after that. But the 33-point second quarter and the 30-point fourth quarter is just 129. When you give that up, PK, you're usually going to get beat. And the Jazz got beat despite a strong close in the final three minutes. So you're going to contribute, just to attribute most, if not all, of their losses to defense. Uh, well, yeah, when you give up 129 points, I am. I mean, I can't say most. I don't know what most of their losses are going to look like. But, yeah, I'm going to attribute a lot of this to defense. I mean, it's, you know, when you're when you're turning the ball over and uh, missing shots and giving up long rebounds, some of it is obviously on the offense. That was, that's what gets the transition started. But you're supposed to be getting guys back. And they didn't. Yeah, well, you, you know, I'm, stand up for what you believe in, man. Don't, don't be hesitant. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can never completely unravel it. I mean, one feeds into the other. But, yeah, when the Pelicans shoot 56% and score 129 points, I'm, I'm probably going to point at the defense. Well, they only had eight turnovers, so that wasn't that much of an issue. The fast break points were an issue, though. I thought the transition really hurt them in the first half. In the, in the third quarter, everything fell apart. I mean, it just everything went wrong. What do you attribute it to? Certainly that transition stuff, it seems like there was so many easy buckets there in that quarter you speak of. And it was excellent. It was excellent. <laughs> Thank you. It was excellent. Yeah, it was excellent. <laughs> so uh, they allowed too many easy points right at the rim. My yep. goodness gracious. Uh, 56% obviously is a, a significant factor. And they they went old school. Only took eleven threes. Somewhere mm-hmm. Jerry Sloan is smiling. Yep. Uh, you know, and the Jazz uh, took forty three. I mean, that's wow. That's that's new school. More. Yeah. <laughs> that's new school. That is not old. School. Uh, I think they've got to find a way to to get Joe Ingles going when Conley's there. You know, I, I sort of think that they're almost duplicate players. And it's like you only get one of them. Do they need both of them? You know, Conley, 10 points. He's okay. But Joe Zippo, nothing. And we know when Conley's out, Joe elevates his game big time. 
They're seven and zero when Conley's out. And Joe normally plays a lot better, statistically anyway, when has the opportunities. So it's like when Conley's back, a lot of times it just cancels out Joe. And it certainly did last night. He was a complete and total non-factor. Joe plays a few uh, fewer minutes, so I think that's one factor. I think what you say, you know, that role that Conley is in, when Joe's in it, he's more effective. When Joe's with the bench unit, you know, the ball's going to be in Clarkson's hands a lot, and Joe's going to have a lot of possessions where he just doesn't touch the ball. Yeah, Clarkson's going to go to work and do his thing. And 20 points on 7 of 14 shooting, 3 of 7 from 3. You can't really argue with the production that Clarkson gives you, but it goes back to uh, what I said about the Celtics. Too many shooters, not enough shots. And so you want Joe to go out there and get 15 or 20 because he's capable of it, but there's only so many possessions and there's only so many shots. So I think you're onto something with the whole duplicate thing. Because now, Conley can be better, then that's okay, but he yeah. wasn't. And that shot he took at the end? Not good. I mean, I know these guys are our heroes and they're supposed to be, we don't criticize them, but that was a two-pointer no less. Yep. And you had more time. I mean, that was just an you could have played horrendous multiple, decision. Multiple possessions and fouled. You could have gone and got something in the paint. Yeah. Played for two, fouled, and then because they were, I mean, the Pelicans were really committed to defending the three-point line in that position, possession. I mean, they came out and they were getting after it. So to force a three, which, as you say, wasn't even a three because you put a foot on the line, so now yeah. that's a two. Uh, that was that was the best case scenario for the Pelicans and the worst case scenario for the Jets. And then Mitchell didn't shoot the ball well. Seven of twenty-one, one of eight. Yep. All right, Jazz now one and two on the road trip, and they've still got to go to Philadelphia tomorrow night to finish the first half of the season. More on the Jazz coming up. Stay with us. We will get to that. Big T Thor Bailey is going to join us at eight thirty. DJ and PK is ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Hashtag NBA. Sexton out near the half-court line. Sexton comes right of the lane, stops, shoots, hits! Wow. Colin Sexton makes it 97-89. How about 37 for Colin Sexton? Here comes Doncic, fakes the three, goes left to Porzingis, in the lane for Luka, and then back out to Finney Smith. Down low for Doncic for the dunk. How about that for some in-and-out basketball? There it is. Good looking. Jamal Murray has it on the high left side. Gets a pick from Nikola Jokic. Through the window to Joker. Dock! Two hands and a foul as well on Chicago. His 22nd dunk of the year. Hard in the front court. Right of the lane. Driving it. Flips it off the window and it's good for James Harden. You get the feeling Harden saying, if I can do this by myself, I'm going to do it. James Harden. 30 points, 14 rebounds, 15 assists, a triple-double. The Nets beat the Spurs 124-113. They needed overtime, but they get it done in San Antonio. And then afterwards, Kyrie Irving saying, get used to it. The Nets are figuring it out, PK, and Harden's going off. Well, yeah, they're winning a fair amount of ball games, so yep. sure, fine. They're 10 games over 500 now, and they get that win. Uh, the Sixers, the Jazz will see them on Monday. The Sixers got 24 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists from Joel Embiid. And they beat the Indiana Pacers 130-114. to The Sixers and the Nets in a race at the top of the East. Those two 
pushing each other. Philly remains a half game up on Brooklyn well, after that win. That, that's a standard ball game for Embiid. They had two guys I'm not even aware of off the bench combined for 46 points. As you scramble to find out who they were. That will get you a win. <laughs> yes, who were they? Two guys? Yeah. Two youths? Milton, Milton and the dude from uh, Turkey. Korkmaz. Ferton Korkmaz. What do you know about Ferdinand Korkmaz? He's from Turkey. Nothing. Uh, I, had to go, look nothing. Him. I literally, when I saw that box score, I had to look him up. I, I literally knew nothing. I'm not going to pretend I know everything. I'm not all things to all people. I had no clue who he was. I had to look it up. You going to tell us anything about him? He's from Turkey. That's okay. all I friggin' know. Okay. I already told you. <laughs> I thought maybe you found out more when you looked him up. Portland beat the Hornets 123-111. Carmelo gave the Blazers 29. The Blazers staying over 500. Just a few games over 500, but they're there, staying afloat, waiting to get CJ. CJ McCollum rolling. Rockets not staying a, not staying afloat, PK. They are dropping like a rock. 101-90, they lose to Cleveland. You heard Colin Sexton highlight there. He had 37. He finished with 39. The Cavs are not very good, but good enough to beat the Rockets. We've now lost 12 in a row. A spectacular streak. And the Nuggets picked up a win. Jokic, the Joker, 39 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. Misses a triple-double by 1 assist, but that's an outstanding stat line. They beat Chicago 118-112. Luka Doncic also missed a triple-double by one assist. Mavs beat the Magic 130-124, to but he had 33 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. And the Hawks fired coach Lloyd Pierce. 14-20 start. He was midway through his second season. Longtime NBA coach Nate McMillan will take over as the interim coach. Nate's back. Long run with the Pacers. With the Sonics back in the day. Played for them. Long-time NBA guy. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I would say he's, he's a sly, kind of athletic person. He's a more mobile Tom Brady. You know, he's, he's very athletic, I would say. But he's very smart, too. Um, you know, not just on the field. He's smart off the field as well. Um, but he's a great person. He's a really great person. And, you know, a lot of the guys... You know, when, when I was playing at Alabama, uh, they really loved being around, you know, his personality and who he was. So I, I'm thinking whatever team gets him, I mean, they're going to be very lucky. He's a great player. Tua Valoa pumping up Mac Jones is an NFL prospect right there. Quarterbacks are like coaches, PK. Do you, teams have to gamble on one, but do you really want to say that's the guy? Because you never know how it shakes out. Well, you don't know completely. No, I agree with that. Some guys maybe you feel better about than others. Uh, and he's one of these prospects. It's intriguing how much was the system. I mean, there's all sorts of talent. They had a great receiver who won the Heisman, and they said he wasn't even the best receiver on the team because the other guy got hurt. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the same thing as we've seen with high school guys. Okay, we draw up this play, and I've got two D1 receivers and a pretty good offensive line. So I never really have to adjust on the fly or anything, and I don't have guys in my face, and so we run the play as it's supposed to be, and away we go. And so we've seen a number of guys with just awesome high school stats not be anything at the college level. And so you see the same thing here. I'm not, I 
don't know the answer to that, but certainly he's this young man's going to get his opportunity, and, and if you're him, that's really all you want. Kansas City Chiefs expect Patrick Mahomes will be recovered from his recent toe surgery in time to participate in the team's June minicamp and be fully fit to take part in training camp later this summer. So, Chiefs fans, don't have to obsess about that. All is well. Man, I was nervous about that one. Thought you might be. Texans star J.J. Watt is joining the Arizona Cardinals. J.J. made the announcement on social media. He's going to get a two-year deal with $31 million. $23 $23 million guaranteed. That is more money than I thought he was going to get. I thought he was probably going to go to a playoff team, try to elevate him to a Super Bowl team, but he's he's going to go to a decent team and try to elevate him to a playoff team, and, and we'll see what they do after that. Renewed my season tickets on the spot. Yeah. Did you call your, uh, call your sister, gauge the enthusiasm among the Cardinals season ticket holders? I did not, no. I figured that uh, everybody is excited about that. I saw somebody put out a gif of uh, Jamal Murray and J.J. Watt arriving in to training camp, and it was Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the, <laughs> that movie. Because, you know, Murray is pretty small and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was sort of out of left field. I, I mean, I listened to sports radio there for about... 15 minutes and I said okay that's enough because that's all they're going to talk about all day and they were surprised and stunned and overwhelmed and excited and all those types of things that you can think of when a megastar signs with your team now is he going to be a megastar there he's had injury issues yep but I don't know but uh, I think at what 32 years of age he still has the opportunity to be very productive Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers giving back, donating more than a million dollars to small businesses in and around his hometown of Chico. Chico, California, in uh, Northern California, Rodgers created a small business COVID-19 fund last month with an initial half-million-dollar donation. He doubled it. Some other people kicked in another hundred grand. So it's for businesses with 20 employees or less. A lot of restaurants that are struggling through COVID and all that, so... He said there were applications, videos. It was heart-wrenching to hear some of the stories about the obstacles facing restaurants and retail establishments. So uh, he's, hope, he's hoping this helps get some of them uh, get through this and get to the other side and uh, be successful again. Oh, that's absolutely awesome. That's what I want to hear. I don't want somebody put a sign or take a knee. Uh, that, that's all good, good on you for doing that. But uh, I want real action and real results and real helping and all that stuff and and this goes towards that it is heart-wrenching there's no doubt about it yeah a lot of people have lost work and are suffering greatly hopefully this will help some businesses uh keep an employee on or pay some rent pay some utilities whatever it is they need to to get through this this is what it's about good job by aaron Rodgers. and washington is uh cut ties with alex smith yes alex smith can now look for a spot i don't know compete for a starter or Maybe go somewhere and, you know, he got such rave reviews from Mahomes for working together with him for a year. You wonder if one of the teams that drafts somebody will bring him in either to play a little bit or be there in case the other guy falls. It'll be interesting to see how many people are interested in him and what his options are. He didn't sound like a guy who wanted to retire. so. But it'll be hard to get get anyone to really commit to him as the starter uh, given the injuries he's had in the past, but... Five and one as a starter this year. The stats weren't great, but 
He went out there and helped them win some games, so it's got to appeal to somebody, you'd think. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Yeah, they can throw. There are a lot of good throws today. Uh, you could tell that there's a competition going on, but you know, the guys weren't shy to throw the ball down the field. And I, I was really pleased with the targets that, that they're thrown to. The guys uh, caught the ball really well. And what you're used to in day one is the administrative penalties. So, like, guys misaligned and guys being in the wrong spot and maybe some false starts here and there. And we didn't have any of that. So, that's a good sign for us, you know, that it was really clean as far as administrative penalties. That should happen when you have a bunch of veterans there. But what was really cool was the, the fact that the twos and the threes didn't have any of those either so that's a good sign for us there's Kalani Sataki finding the positive as spring ball gets underway it's the little things PK they're lining up right they're not jumping and coach him up from there you don't have to work on those basics well I think you come up with something to say when you're on zoom call or skype whatever it is and so that's what he decided to go with and fine BYU announcer adding Navy and Royal Blue Helmets to their uniform combinations. Also, right after our show yesterday, they announced they've got a home-and-home with Ole Miss in 2028 and 2029. Also got a game with Dixie State in 2024. As Tom Momo gets away from building schedules on a week-to-week and month-to-month basis and goes back to signing games for when my kids will be in high school. Eight years out. It'll be here. We've laughed about other stuff that's been signed eight years out and Games eventually get there, so. Ole Miss, put them back on the schedule. That was how they started Independence. Kyle Van Oy getting the win at Ole Miss. Alabama moving ahead with plans to host full-capacity college football games at Bryant-Denny Stadium this coming season. Their AD announced yesterday, Greg Byrne, it tweeted a short statement. After news early in the day, the school will be returning to in-person instruction without restrictions on classroom capacity in the fall. Bama Reduced capacity to 20% last fall due to COVID-19. Sounds like they're anticipating lots of folks getting the shots, being vaccinated, and ready to go in the fall. Sports start to look and sound normal, hopefully, PK. Yeah, I agree. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. It's all very odd. I haven't done that in a while. It's been like almost... I don't know, a year and a half since we've had baseball and fans in the stands, so it was cool. Happy to have the fans back for sure. And locked it in, in the second inning, which is good, so felt good. That's Trevor Bauer, new Dodger pitcher. Getting used to that old feeling. Hearing noise when you pitch instead of hearing the ball hit the catcher's glove and echo around the park. Major League Baseball has brought back... Uh, in-game video, PK, on dugout iPads this season. That kind of went away after the whole Astros thing blew up. But now players can watch video of at-bats with the catcher signals clipped out of the video. <laughs> okay. So there's that. Red Sox use the mercy rule for the first time as spring training games get going. Uh, they can end an inning after a pitcher has thrown 20 pitches. So bases loaded, one out. Oh, that's 20 pitches and we're done. He's at the bail Garrett Richards out, and then he had a one, two, three second inning. The result's not the deal in spring train, PK. Just get the work in. Don't worry so much about the situation, I guess. No. Uh, yeah, I thought they had something along those lines uh, in prior years. I don't know if it was 20 pitches or whatever it was. Uh, I've seen it before. Uh, I watched some baseball yesterday. My DirecTV with my Fox, any game that's on 
that's that they put on Fox I can get for spring training without having to pay for the package. So I was with the Angels. They only played five innings in their game. So I was watching that one, watching the Dodgers. It's good to have it back. And then I just torture myself. Man, that's in my community. I could be enjoying that weather right now. <laughs> and then you look out and see snow. <laughs> yeah. There's no job too big or small. What is trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. They got you covered. No job too big or small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Guy Holiday, former University of Utah wide receivers coach, will join us at 805. Big T Thurl Bailey at 830 to talk about the Jazz recent struggles. There's a phrase they haven't had to use. And Derek Bodner, senior writer for the Athletic Philadelphia. He's covering the 76ers. It's the Jazz and the Sixers in Philly tomorrow night. We'll talk with Derek coming up at 9 o'clock. Question of the day coming up next on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.